Ladies and gentlemen, who the hell are you? Welcome to Who the Hell Are You podcast, an adventure into the unknown, underappreciated, and lost music of the past century. <laughs> My name is Dan. And I'm Rob. Don't forget, you can go to Who the Hell Are You podcast at Instagram.com. Only on your cellular device, though. I realized very quickly you couldn't do it on computers. No. But uh, you can also see it on the, the face. The fate on the book on the book of faces. Yeah, you can email us at yahoo.com. That's I right. Mean, just go backwards. What's backwards the specific Yahoo? Is it who the hell are you podcast at Yahoo? That's right. That's right, Rob. That's right. Give it up, everybody. Who the hell are you podcast? I say, thank you. But I brought <laughs> Rob here today. That's right. And uh, I brought him through. I mean, some people say it's time and space, but you know, I say, what is time? What is space? We know there's gravitational waves now, That's so does true. that m- not mean that everything has a flux capacitor? Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, perhaps. <laughs> How many gigawatts? Yeah, exactly. 10.21. 10, that's right. But today, I, uh, I have to say that there's been sort of, sort of a theme going on in the podcast that has been unintentional. It may be... Uh, just just fate, if you believe in that sort of thing, that most of the things that I pluck out of the goodwill are 60s and 70s, and then maybe some 80s and 50s, uh, kind of just pap, you know? It's just what, yeah. what people didn't really hold on to. I mean, we're not going to play Pink Floyd, and we're not going to play the Beatles, because everybody listens to that. They that's what those. people held on to. Yeah, that's right. We are playing the fringe element, and... When Rob and I got talking, I said, Rob, you, you know a lot about the late 80s, early 90s straight-edge hardcore movement, don't you? I, I, you know, I was exposed to that quite a bit. Is it we lad? We lad. It's never really we. I'm kind of a fat guy, but, you know, imagine a smaller version. What's that song by going? Oh, let's go with Target. I mean, this is actually a much more recent. This is uh, probably 2000. Oh, this is, this is into the new millennia. Yeah, that's right. But but it was to the point. Do not doubt Yeah, that... They were around for a long time, but this was one of their better produced records, I'd say. Oh, so they finally could like pay for the recording. Here we go. Sounds like the drums are in the other room. But yeah. I, have, I have a feeling things it's are going coming, to change. Though. I think it's coming right now. Does feed the senses. Yeah, I gotta say, this is one of the calmest shows I ever went to. Um, I mean, these lads really play a good melody. Actually, in all honesty, I saw them on this tour, and uh, you caught the beginning and intro of the drums playing. There was complete darkness on the stage, and when the band came on, Two guitar players were standing on top of their stacks, and they jumped down and hit the stage into the same chord. Oh, at the very the, the first yeah. Hit of and, the song? And honestly, I was I was toast oh, wait, at that hold point. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. 
We got to go back to the beginning yeah. then. So picture a, a totally dark stage. We should have had you set this up. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Totally dark yeah, stage. Sorry. And the drummer, but it went on a little longer. But the drummer's uh, right, right, right. We get a little boo. But the lights came up when the when they came in. They came in with a big cord, and then they were yeah, here it is. And then those guys on the run, and they were like. Yeah. Oh, and oh, the like, drums started? Oh, wait, yeah, the drums are... What's going on? Did they it's actually play like this, this? Same thing. And then, and then the lights come up here. Three, four. Oh! And, and that building was demolished <laughs> soon thereafter. That's now a parking lot in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. All right, everybody, turn down your windows. Turn them down. You got a secret knife. He's talking about syncing your phone with your computer to make sure that your contacts are backed up. Yeah. If you don't synchronize your calendar, I'll tell you what to do. Actually, these guys are very devoted to their cause, I'll give them that. If you guys are looking for a song to put those kids to sleep, here it is. Definitely. Snares just don't sound like that anymore. Nope. I mean, have you, ever, have you ever had a day where you spent the day like yelling, like you're at a trade yeah, show, yeah, yeah. and the next day you can barely talk? Can you imagine me and this guy on tour? Like, <laughs> how many nights before you're like, I just got the nodules on my vocal cords, yeah. it's over. They're all like, I can yell forever. This band was already been around for a long time, though. This is, like I said, a later album. Well, our hardcore segment rolls on, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Our hardcore segment See, rolls on. One of the best parts about the hard, hardcore songs is they're all about two minutes, so we're going to play about 700 songs in this uh, That's right. This episode. Who the hell are you, by the way? Podcast. <laughs> uh oh. What was that? I don't know. French horns. That's right. You got it. That's French. <laughs> Not to be confused with English horns. And actually, more to, like a to go back, then that song is actually Tarje by Snapcase. Tarje. <laughs> Tarje. Well, it's funny, maybe Tarje may sell a Snapcase at this point. Oh. Well, what should we go to next, Rob? You know. I believe. You have some insight. I, I'm going to go. So let's backtrack into the late 80s, early 90s of uh, there were a few labels on the scene, but Revelation Records and Victory Records kind of stood out. So let's how about we go back to uh, Judge, the band Judge, who only released a few records. Let's do uh, Bringing It Down was their title track of their probably biggest record. And uh, Bringing It Down. So just to, just to put in perspective on the album cover. The singer, Mike Judge, no relation, by the way, to Beavis and Butthead or uh, King of the Hill. Mike Judge, uh, his instrument was, quote, throat. And uh, he did a few records like this, and then he became a country singer. And that was the end. Throat. Yeah, I'm already feeling it now. Yeah. I might have to hit you, Rob. I think it's, we're about to destroy this place. <laughs> 
Nobody ever pushes back, Mike Judge. Take it, Gail. Take it down! The samurai got! Take the rights! It's gotta be stopped. Now, let's, let's put it in perspective the type of shows that would sound like this. I know when I was growing up, we would go to a motor lodge. What? A motor lodge. Picture the Velvet Lounge that was once home to uh, Schmaltzy Kerners singing about. Oh, wait, you know what we should do? Before we go into the big breakdown, we, oh, should, yeah. we should probably give it like a, a what what used to be in in the club. I mean, you're right though. I saw some of my most hardcore shows in church basements. That's right, or VFWs because venues were scared pl- people were going to destroy the place, and they did. I mean, there's some pretty good track history of uh, many rows of seats getting ripped out of venues. I'm just um, going to bring us back for a second. All right, take us back. This is what you... Is, we're going to take it down for you lovers. <laughs> you were used to hearing. That's right. Here we go. Know. They were like, hey, we're going to get crazy. Yeah. I mean, this is even a little off the cha- off the chain. Well, this is from our, our previous winners, the Mark Lewis Trio. That's true. Always bring it home. Yeah, imagine you're a traveling salesperson and you're at the... Um, the Willow Grove Motor Lodge. And, uh, and you hear some exotic rhythms. Yeah, exactly. And you sit around smoking cigarettes, talking to the bartender while you're drinking some brandy while this organ trio is just killing it. <laughs> but then, all but then, of a sudden, next uh, week, you Next week, this. you come in, and, and you're like, and wait like, a minute. Everybody get up! You know it. It's a straight edge, people. Yeah. Straight edge. They got nothing. No drugs. No caffeine. It's like it's almost like Mormonism. I I, I, I must admit that I was at an an Earth Crisis show, uh, smoking a cigarette in the back of the venue. And I was ejected by a sizable crowd of people angry at me. That's right. Yeah. Nicotine, bro? Yes. Come on. No, bro. You're ruining my lungs. Yeah. Nicotine? While I go jump off the stage you're and hit my head on the floor. You're, you're making me in, uh, emphysematic. That's right. Emphysematic. Is that some? There's got to be an adverb for that. Emphysematically? Yes. You're emphysematically <laughs> ruining my Man, day. Man, you're hurting me. Emphysematically. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dude, I'm just trying to enjoy the soothing sounds of Earth Crisis, and here you are smoking <laughs> that cancer stick. And I was like, I'm totally sorry, guys. I do remember that. I do remember that. It's it's hard to find now. The straight edge movement may not be quite as vocal as they are now, but you'll meet people that are like, yeah, I don't even take uh, aspirin. It's true. You but know? they, but they I, tore I like down, to feel the pain. They tore down the motor lodges, so where are they going to go? I mean, Ooh, Rob. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to, like, the fact that you just said that. Motor lodges. <laughs> motor lodge. Were, were sort of motels along well-frequented roads. Correct. That mostly were one level, and you had your own little door. You know, you were, right. you were separated horizontally well, from your neighbor. But let me ask you, to interject, what differentiated it from the motel? Hotel? Motel? Holiday Inn? 
Motel versus Motor Lodge. I feel like Motor Lodge, you could pull up to the door that you were staying in. Where Motel, maybe you can't. Right. You you pull into the parking lot, but then you walk and you take the steps of the elevator and you go up to a, some floor and you're all over but the place. You, but I think a motel still has outdoor doors. Sure. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. We, but let's, we agree. Let's go. Stay. go on. <laughs> let's motor, motor Lodge. I was in mm-hmm. my hometown this okay. past weekend, mm-hmm. and we were driving down a road that I hadn't driven down since probably 1994 and it's a good year go on i had stayed out all weekend one one weekend in high school sorry mom <laughs> i i lied and said i was going skiing but i didn't go skiing and i stayed out all weekend and one night i stayed at a house party and that was cool and then the next night there was no place to stay uh-oh there was literally, I had no plans, and nobody had anything going on on a Sunday. So or maybe you, it was a Saturday. Did you roll up on the motor lodge? So, yeah. I rolled up on the motor lodge, and I stayed there. And I had a night terror, of which I've never had, you know, since. And I had a terrible dream that night, and I thought I was being possessed it, in the motor lodge. I could, uh, you know what? I'm compelled to believe that that happened. And I passed it last weekend, and I got a little, little, little chill. The hairs on, hairs the, on back the back of my the neck, neck stick it up. Little, little stick, yeah. stick it up. And it was, I'm not going to say that it wasn't just a, a series of coincidences, me being, you know, 17 years old in a, so wait, in a, in is a strange place. Is this place still open? Oh, yeah, it's still there. That's what I'm saying. It's still there. It's still I, there. But if you go there, time, is someone going to say, would you like a room? Or someone going to say, this place hasn't been open for 75 yeah. years. <laughs> and you'll go, but I stayed here in 94. They're like, not, not, no, you didn't. No, you didn't, sir. They're like, no, this, I did. This place has been abandoned. That's right. Yeah. Well, it's like Large March. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Large March, <laughs> I think we should put in a regular segment of our show. That's right. It's called the 45 Pickup. Ooh. What number? Am I picking numbers from this hat again? Rob's going to pick two random numbers from the hat, and then we're going to add them together and count through the pile. Okay. My first number is number three. All right, three. We got a three. And then my second one is going to be, oh, six. Three and six. We got no, so number, number, nine, nine, number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. One. Listen, they don't have to know. You could give them the eight and say it's nine. I mean, I could Wait, lie. there wasn't any other producer errors in there. No, I... Producer Adeline errors. <laughs> like last week. He's putting his heart into it. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have counted to nine, and it is not Aristocats. It is... Uh, I was hoping for Aristocats. A man named Michael Martin Murphy. Whoa. Do you know Michael Martin Murphy? I don't. I mean, who I'm going to go with Irish. Who are our other uh, three named individuals that aren't um, assassins? Because assassins always get named by their three the, names. But the three names? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about John Paul Jones? John Paul Jones. Well, you know. <laughs> he was he, an assassin he of sorts. He assassinated the Mellotron. <laughs> the Mellotron and, and the Beast. Yeah. Sometimes at the same time. <laughs> Circa 1974. Is Long John Silver considered a three names? Long John. 
<laughs> I mean, Long's not real. Well, it's a last name. That's yes. true. The audience says yes. Long John Silver fits. No, I'm talking about like Lee Boyd Malvo. Oh. Remember who that or was? Or Lee Harvey Oswald. Or Lee Harvey Oswald. Do you remember who Lee Boyd Malvo Lee was? Lee Boyd Malvo? Why do you know that name? I don't know. I'll give you a hint. 2002, Washington, D.C. Oh. The, the, the sniper. Exactly. Here's a winner. Sniper. Yeah, he was the, the teenager. He was like 19. Right, he was driving. He was the kid who, yeah, helped the other dude, you know. That was some be, crazy times. Be nutsy, I was out on the West Coast when that happened. Nutsy cuckoo. Yeah. So, here we go. Michael Martin Murphy with I'm Gonna Miss You, Girl. I feel like this should be at like a Margaritaville. I, I, I'm compelled to the Hotel California. Yeah. <laughs> you can never leave. Yeah. You find me blue. He's got that, uh, he's dressed like a Doc, uh, give me a Western guy, Doc something. Doc Holiday? There you go. I'll be a Huckleberry. <laughs> Look, there's like a, like a print of a cactus that's not like any real cactus here. I gotta interject. Did the, did the thrift shop put a sticker right over his face? Oh no, <laughs> the, the DJ. Yeah. It's got country slow. Yeah. So if I was DJing one night and the lady came up, she's like, I'd like some slow country. Yeah. I'd be like, ooh, do you mean country slow? Yeah, Michael Martin I, Murphy. Michael, how about Michael Martin Murphy? A very alliterative name, by the That's way. That's right. He's, he was uh, totally under the alliteration. He says he's going to miss you, girl. I'm going to miss you, girl. This needs a little bit of... Uh, oh, wait. The names are all very country. It's uh, produced by Steve Gibson and... Jim Ed Norman. Jim Ed? For Jen Productions. Jim Ed Norman. Jim Jim Ed Norman. That's definitely quite a country name. Jimmy Edward. (laughs) We'll give you all the rain. I like they they put a little some maces in the background, a little cactus. That's what I mean. A cactus is not real. No. You can check it out on Instagram. This dude's right from now. like Detroit, right? He's not country, is he? <laughs> My goodness, you Michael Martin Murphy, that's a Detroit name. This feels like a theme song from a Michael Douglas movie in about 87. Ooh. Like if they have the credits are all at the yeah. end. They still Romancing got the solo. Stone yeah, Romancing the Stone, Jewel Romancing the Nile. Romancing the Stone 2, yeah. Jewel of the Nile. <laughs> Jewel of the Nile. Which, by the way, spoiler alert, it's not actually about a jewel. I was hoping they'd find a jewel. It's like a person, the Jewel of the Nile. Yeah, but Danny DeVito makes a oh, return. So he's the best. Okay. He's the best. Danny DeVito is timeless. He was like, and then I started shooting. <laughs> That's right. I just started shooting. <laughs> funnily, funnily, funny funnily enough, enough, he did start shooting. In That's both true. those movies. That's right. So, you know, whether it was from Twins or from... I I, so. ju- I just rewatched Romancing the Stones. Did fantastic. you really? I did. It, Recently? It's on the stream services now. You can watch it on the, di- the digital. So, do you remember... Okay, then if you've watched it recently, mm-hmm. then what is the name of the fictional 
writers the woman's name. Joan the Wild did. Yeah, Joan the Wild. Joan the Wild. So he's like, for those of you who, hey, how are you gonna write us out of this one, Joan Wilder? Yeah. And he's like, Joan the Wilder. That's right. Oh, we'll get away in my little mule. So for those of you who haven't picked it up yet in our intro, yeah, that is El Wapo, the same character. Yeah, the same guy who played. In Romancing the Stone who? was in Three Amigos right. as El Wapo, who's like, who the hell are you? Yeah, right. It's the same guy. That's the same guy? It's the same guy. The guy who has the little mule. The little, yeah. It's and the remote and the sweet remote control ramp. Right. The which, by the way, the Federales destroy, so he clearly has to rebuild. <laughs> and, and by the way, don't you money. think they would go back to his house and wait for him? They'd be like, hey, you got those no. people out of here. Oh, no. He had... It was like a little Bigfoot. Remember Bigfoot, yeah. the monster truck? I do. They were just like, let's just make a, a, a little tiny pickup that looks like Bigfoot. Hey, it's my little mule. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're back into hardcore mode, Rob. Right. Hardcore mode. Now we're Is going that... to switch over wow. to hardcore mode. How about, uh, how about another... Track one. Let's go with Engine by the band Super Touch, which was also on the Revelation label. Not quite as uh, throaty as Judge. Um, you know, very late 80s, early 90s. Late 80s, early 90s? You're speaking my language. Oh, yeah. The drums sound much bigger. And this Super guy, Touch. This guy doesn't sing or talk. He sort of Walks, I guess you could say. Stalks? He stalks. He, he stalks you. He stalks. He's a stalker. If you're alone, and you're, you're not like, really alone. You're if like, you're he's to so Super close Dutch. to being in tune, but he's not. That's okay. This guy's the Here big. He goes. No, it's the big epic intro. Ah. Well, this is the next level. And listen to harmonics. Oh, yeah, the Some bass sweet harmonics. Sweet bass harmonics. Yeah, you can't hear that in Here it comes, ready? Anymore. Come on. Oh, wait. He's been, now he wasn't hard. He was uh, maybe he was straight edge. He's like a he's like a straight edge Jim Morrison. By the way, this album was, this is, album was the Earth is flat, which sadly has made a comeback on Message, <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that on this show. So you flat earthers, you find this uh, album right. to be your anthem now? Super Touch was way ahead of you, bro. That's right. I mean, they didn't have the internet to prove. Yeah. Who the hell are you is going to put a picture of Flat Earth on Instagram right now? hardcore to remember too is that some vocals will say oh I have a seven or nine octave range these guys had about one octave range yeah. maybe a half octave hey it's okay one octave is all you need the super touch was definitely more um, they were less destroy the motor lodge than judge was yeah I feel like the motor lodge would have been less destroyed yeah. if we were it would have been like this. you'd be going to get a, a pop at the uh, bar so, yeah yeah like, look, Super Dutch is on the radio. I feel good. They even had a guitar solo. I don't, I don't really feel, yeah, I don't really yeah. feel bad right now. No. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Before auto-tune, this is what people sounded like. Get That's used right. to it. I think, there's, I think the hardcore episode started to get to me, Rob. It's I'm like, listen, people. <laughs> I'm fired up about everything. This is, a, this is what it is. It's like the sky's not blue. It's blue. <laughs> You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> You're my boy, Blue. Yeah. Yeah. Super touch. Yeah, man. There it is. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you've had an experience with late 80s, early 90s, uh, straight edge hardcore, you know, write us. <laughs> we'd like to hear about it. Yeah, we'd like to hear about your story at who the hell are you podcast at yahoo.com. And also visit us at the uh, Facebook. Yeah, you can go and to the Instagram. Facebook. I mean, you can go to Instagram. You know, you can go to all those places. But yeah. who really cares where you go as long as you go? <laughs> it's true. No, wherever you are, you are there. There you are. There you are. <laughs> That's right. Well, well, there you are. Well, you, we should have deep thoughts by deep, Jack Handy playing right now, but uh, deep thoughts deep by thoughts. Hardcore Rob. That's right, Hardcore Rob. Is I'm kind of leaving it up to Hardcore Rob right now because I don't really have too many hardcore records in my collection. Although I do, I, we played a couple. I, I think that you had one you played a little while ago. You should bust out. Yeah, the, that um, I did. The, yeah, let's say they're ill of everything. They're ill. Of everything. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's, yes, my, yes. that's my subtle hint. Ill and everything. Get out yeah. your thesaurus, boys and girls. We're going to pull this one out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. This is one of the bands I uh, saw as a wee lad. Yeah. This is probably one of the ones that, you know, they, they get to start it off with shouting. Yeah. Just kind of As, as they should, as by the way. Should. And just so you know, most of these bands would probably appreciate it if you went and bought their music. They're sick of everything. They're just sick of it all. Yeah, see, that's... Oh, yeah. I defy you to find a band playing like that now. Come on. You know, this is... This is the... This must be the title. I had this EP. I'm going to fade this out real quick. Only because the song that we listened to earlier was the second song. And actually, the third song in this EP even gives light to the, the movement straight edge. Because it's called Straight Ahead. Right, right, right. So they had an actual song. Some but subtle hint. Yeah, yeah, subtle. But this one... There it is! Do that! I'm gonna do it now! Hold on! No, not Toshioko! Just go there! Oh, there it is! Oh, we have to edit that! <laughs> Turn down your windows! Put the kids to bed! <laughs> Everybody get up! 
One, two, one, two, three, four. Um, we're gonna say we did some. Oh, I got it. We're gonna let you jump around the room. Just listen. Jump around the room right now. If you if you're having fun during that song, then you know you should you should let a little bit of inhibitions go at this point. <laughs> That's right. Or make a cup of tea. Yeah, One of just, the, pick your path. Yeah. But. If you if you weren't feeling it, then you know maybe you should you just uh, yeah just relax a little bit. And you know I cut it off about ten seconds before it was going to end, only because I'm a I'm an editor. <laughs> a s- a, a on-the-fly editor. Rob, it reminded me that I found this record Ooh, on this at, crazy... Look at that blue vinyl. Blue marbly vinyl. Some sweet, sweet blue vinyl. And it's a band called Against All Authority. I think you mean Authority. 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 And this is what they sound like. It kind of reminds me of it. They don't. They don't play shows together. Listen to that snare. It sounds like a drum machine. But anyway, it just you know when you start to go across, you know, years, decades, you know, there there was a certain year that this sound came about. Right. You know, this wasn't like oh well, this goes back to the '30s with, uh, you know. Johansson, you know, uh, punk who who created this sound of music. Uh, where did it come from? I mean, well, I I kind of feel like a lot of it was born out of Black Flag, which Black Flag existed before Rollins. But when Rollins, Henry Rollins joined, that was where a lot of that came from. Well, and then and then subsequently, I'm a lot of bands emulated it. I'm wondering if we can go deeper. I'm wondering if we can go back to bands that, when they first came out with the sound, maybe they were kind of misunderstood. Oh, that's a good point. Like, who the hell thought this was going to work? Yeah. I mean, this was probably shocking at the time it came out to the listeners. It's like they're like, just turn it up. Yeah. The Sonics, ladies and gentlemen, from Seattle, Washington, 
we can't play too much of this because we'll probably get sued. <laughs> but we figured I'd show you that. And there's one other band, Rob, that I want to know if you've heard of. Okay. And I think you have. All right. I like those odds. But this was a band that really, um, they didn't play like that different of music, but they were just really aggressive about it. And they shaved their, the top of their heads. Just the top. It sounds like Lieutenant Pigeon, but it's not. <laughs> They shave the top of their heads? Yes. What would that make you look like, Rob, if you shaved just the top? The flat tops? No, no. You shaved it. Like there's no hair on the top of your head. Skinheads? No, just the top. You have hair around the back and the sides. Mr. T? (laughs) (laughs) My dad? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Your dad. I like, actually, I gotta, we gotta segue to what I'm thinking of too, because it's very similar. All right, well, this is The Monks. Oh, well, that makes sense. The Monks, late 60s. You should have said, Rob, one of your favorite beers. I'd be like, Mary Monks? Yeah, 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 Mary Monks. The Monks, ladies and gentlemen. Who knew? Who knew? All right, right. what do you got? All right, give me moldy Uh old dough, and moldy has to be have a U U in it, like Bob Mold. Moldy old dough by Lieutenant Pigeon. Now, this is like a 60 psychedelic band, but a very similar groove to what you just played. And I would like to point out that the singer, his mom plays the piano in this band. <laughs> his mom is the pianist. Yeah. Makes it even more adorable. This sounds like Revolutionary War. It music. does. Until here comes the, the bad, like, ragtime piano, right? Are you saying that this begot sick of it all? I think so. I think if you went through the archives of Henry Rollins' record collection, Lieutenant Pigeon would be at the top of the list. Rob has burst forth a new (laughs) school of thought. I'd like to call this thought wild speculation. Wild speculation that Lieutenant Pigeon begot. Begets Henry Rollins. Oh no, perhaps human rights from bad brains. Well, ultimately, landing on. And then they say moldy old dough. Oh, all right, all right. Listen, he's screaming, hear him? So there, that begets Mike Judge's throat right there. Well, there you go, you're right. That, that whole, See? like... <laughs> You, you were, I, I know you were apprehensive about this, but I think I'm on to something. I never should have doubted you, Rob. <laughs> by the way, I, I don't like to be an editorial show, but this song is terrible, by the way. <laughs> well, it's only two minutes and 51 seconds long, but it we kind of get the idea. You get the gist. And like I said, the guy going, the old dough. His right, so mother was the one playing. Here's my counter, Rob. Oh, I'll see Johnny, you, old dough. Johnny raise Thunder. You, raise you Johnny Thunder. I'm alive. 1968. 
Early fuzz. Take it in. Yeah. Great beat. Central right there. How is that not a sample? Right? Get Questlove on the phone and play that beat. <laughs> Somebody get Questlove yeah, on the Joe, phone. I got a new one for you. Right. It's your cousin, Marvin Barry. When are you get a load of this? Marvin Thunder? <laughs> Marvin Questlove? More, how yeah. about you have one rebuttal? I, I, For the origins of Straight Edge, we got to go way back. How far can we go? Oh, man. This is 1968. I don't know if I can go before 68. That's all right. Well, then just give me, I, I, just I, give me the best example remaining that we can think of. Of, 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 of hardcore? Yeah, we got to go back to the 90s to, to find redemption because, I mean, we can go to Iggy Pop and the Stooges and we can go all over the place for known bands, but, you know, we need to go, we need There's to go deep, deep, deep down, deep, deep in the, in the, See, there in were the so sludgy many, depths. So many little, like the Gorilla Biscuits. And the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way, for those of you who are listening and, and worry about copyright, as I do, <laughs> We're hoping that most of these bands will actually appreciate the fact that you should go out and buy their music. Because guess what? You still can. If you want to buy a Judge record or a Super Touch record, you can go good. You can, you can do it. If you want to buy Against All Authority, The Restoration of Chaos and Order, I mean, come on. So I, I'm going to go. I'm going to pull one out here. Okay. Hold on. Give me just a minute. I'm going to think of something here. I'm going to give you a minute. I mean... If you really want to go to the the, uh, I do. If you really want to go to like, but the problem is we got you have to play just a, a snippet of it. Okay. Um, I, I can I, edit this. No, no editing is too big for me. I think you got to pull out the BB, the BBDC. You gotta, you gotta get a something that was um, no longer allowed in DC. Um, Which was. <laughs> Well, they were banned in D.C. So who am I looking up? You know, it's a bad part of this. And what's the song? Let's do, um... Let's, banned in D.C.? You can do that. I mean, that's a good title track. I mean, this well, is... Well, then let's do it! Yeah. If anybody owns the rights to this, yeah. we'll fight you outside in the yard. I don't know. This band started as a fusion, like a fusion math rock band. I mean, anyone who has never heard of Bad Brain should go look them up right now, and then you should listen to Living Color and Fishbone right afterwards. Right after. I mean, Fishbone wasn't too long after. I mean, they're no. talking less than a decade. No, Fishbone started in high school in 1979. Oh, so really around the same time. 
I saw Bad Brains open up for Living Color and then they jammed at the end, but it wasn't I saw, uh, sad to say, I saw HR Bad Brains uh, perform in a sneaker store. Nike? What? A Nike store? No, not even like a little sneaker store with uh, Chuck Treese on guitar. Chuck Treese, Philadelphia Eye. Yeah, uh, ironically on my way to a gig with uh, you. And I remember stopping in the window and going, is that the guy from Bad Brains? <laughs> and he was playing in some fancy sneaker store. Well, you know, and fancy. no one was in there. And I was like, if anyone knew that the yeah. guy who revolutionized yeah. hardcore punk rock only, music. Only people that are like, oh, I, I knew, but I just didn't go. I will say, actually, Human Rights could use some money right now. He's got some Kickstarters going, so... You want to roll on the gram? They'll take some rent money. Ladies and gentlemen, we give to you the bad brains that you should go buy right now. That's right. And if if you own a T-shirt that says "Bad Brains." Or Megadeth or Metallica or Judas Priest, for all that matter, and you haven't listened to their music, then you immediately have to take that off, yes. put it in your closet until you go until buy some music from them. I agree. Then you're allowed to put it back on. Uh, you know, I see a lot of the youngsters, and I can say this as a get-off-my-lawn old guy. Get off my I lawn! See, I see a lot, of, a lot of youngsters sporting everything from uh, uh, Bad Brains to even to uh, New Order. Oh, excuse me. Pre, pre-New Order, Joy Division. And uh, they don't know the songs. I always say, hey, do you like that band? They'll go, this is a band? And I'll yeah. be like, give me that shirt. You ever listen to Blue Monday? Uh, some dark stuff. <laughs> but Rob, I have one more entry into the very last echelon okay. of how far we can go back. And I'm not going to say anything about who this is because I don't want to get copyright infringement. If the algorithms can pick it up, that's okay. But I want you to tell me when you feel a change. Change in the force. I hear a little sexy flute. I like that. That's right. I didn't really come prepared. Whoa. Absolutely no regard for your eardrums. Yeah. It's like, how chimney can we make it? You couldn't even hear the downbeat. It was so compressed. So just smoosh. But here we go, Rob. This is when... Something happened? Something's going to change. And you're going to be able to tell exactly what it is. I'm going to watch for the change in the air. <laughs> I was, sorry, I was distracted by my, my girl sent me a text and uh, 
Wow. Listen to how quickly they go into that. The flute player's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the day that music all became one. That's right. It just when smooshed into the next one. When you literally heard the song morph. Up in front of your very eyes, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. right there. Yeah. Without even realizing. And the world was never the same, ladies and gentlemen. What can I tell you? Except. It's oh. time to say goodnight. It's time. We've made it to the end of the hardcore episode. Hardcore episode. Sorry about your tweeters and eardrums, everybody. <laughs> But it was a necessary evil. It was. In this day and age, you got to push the boundaries, ladies and gentlemen. Come That's back right. and see us again next week. Thanks, Dan. Walk back on in. Stretch out your heart. Let the love light shine on my soul, baby. He's putting his heart in it.